My favorite moment. My own journey. The best day of class. And it was just such an amazing experience. Thus we get to know each other. It set me on a path. It really sparked something inside of me. Drive a love for seeing the professor it's like really all i want to do is become a better me this is the coolest thing ever that i really enjoyed about saint rose hey neighbor hey how you doing today doing all right ready oh, for spring yeah yeah me too even though i am a big winter lover that's okay uh, it is time. It's about time for it's spring. It's time. It's time for the groundhog to crawl out of the hole. Yeah, man. And it's also time to talk with some more neighbors. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Welcome, listeners, and thank you for tuning back in to Dear Neighbor. I'm Liz Richards, here with my co-host, Emily Pinkerton. If you've listened to previous episodes, you already know what we're about. We invite faculty, students, and administrators to sit down and have unscripted conversations about teaching, learning, and our college community here at St. Rose. Today, we have a professor and a couple of students who I know are close to you, Liz. That's right. My departmental colleague, Jessica Odetigbe, and her students are here to talk about creating community in the classroom, on campus, and in the broader community through storytelling. And later in the program, we'll hear from a member of the St. Rose Black Student Union. Here are the neighbors from Communications. Let's give them our warmest welcome. My name is Jessica Titigbe, and I'm a visiting professor in the College of St. Rose Department of Communications, and I also have with me two of my students. Hi, my name is Maria Rivera. I am a communications student with a concentration in PR and advertising, and I am a junior here at the College of St. Rose. My name is Vichelli Nickens. Um, I am a communications major with a concentration in PR and advertising, um, and I am currently a senior at the College of St. Rose. I teach the advertising, marketing, and PR classes. In those classes, I'm introducing students to a mix of the theories and also the principles involved in advertising, marketing, and communications. At the same time, I also like to find ways to make the experience meaningful for students. So students are also applying what they're learning in the classroom to real-world projects. It's important for me to have students have an experience beyond the classroom. So I have students working with a mix of community clients. That's what I like to call them. And they are a mix of startups, not-for-profits, and small businesses. And I feel that it's important to let students know that while you're here for the four years, um, for your undergraduate studies, you need to also connect with organizations outside of the College of St. Rose. And that is part of your community for the time that you're here. I really want the students to get a sense of here is how these different organizations are making a difference in the lives of people. And sometimes I think that students don't understand the power that they have to also make a difference. You know, they're coming into the classroom and they're reading the work and they're doing the work, but I always believe that students have power and I think with connecting them, not I think, I feel that with connecting them with the community clients, it gives them an opportunity to feel empowered that they're also making a difference. They're working with these organizations to help to tell their stories that will live long beyond um, the time that they work with those community clients. 
we have to go to the community client. We meet with them. We get, introduce ourselves. Um, they introduce themselves. And we get to know them a little bit before actually starting our project. So I've had to work with an opening center gallery, which was an amazing experience to have, especially because my project for last semester was to create a promotional video for them, especially because it was their 45th anniversary. So we just kind of went there and got to know them a little bit more. And after that, we started to do interviews and just get a hold of like doing a video for them and everything. I've actually never done that before. That was my first experience with a community client. Mm -hmm. And we actually did a very well, like we all worked very well. We were all able to meet with them and we got the project done on time. I take this kind of as an internship point. Like it's amazing that for my classes, I can already work with two community clients outside from uh, like having to do an internship later on. And it really feels like a good way to build a sense of community within the Albany area. It's a good thing that St. Rose is an open campus because it truly does feel like we're in the workforce when we do have these community clients come visit us. Um, we develop a PR plan depending on the necessities and the needs of the company and the business we develop a plan and we are able to help them maximize their exposure or um, work, help them work in any areas that they feel like they need to improve and I feel like at the end of the day it really is just more than a project it's real life experience that we get and I think Professor O you do a great job of giving us that um, opportunity to do so so yeah, I feel like that's pretty much what you get out of your classes. Awesome. I love that. And, you know, I should kind of go back because, you know, my background into teaching before I came to the College of St. Rose, I had taught at NYU for about 11 years, and that was uh, television news production. So much of my work for the 25 plus years has been always in the field of communications and coming to St. Rose, it was important for me to try and find a way to meld some of my interests. Um, a lot of the work that students were doing traditionally had connections to really looking at advertising, marketing and public relations more from the strategies and tactics of creating something in print and creating something related to graphic design. And I really wanted to make the experience more meaningful. And I also didn't want to always just stand in front of the classroom and just talk to students the whole time. And so for me, that was incorporating video production into the strategies and tactics that students were developing. As Maria and Zaishali also mentioned, the connection to the community client is, is important. And there are basic skills that you're learning in the class in terms of storytelling. I really think that storytelling is important. And then you're bringing that story to life with the connections that you have with your community clients. And as you know, teamwork is also something that's important in all the classes. You're always working with a group. When I realized we were going to be doing a lot of group projects, I'll be honest, I wasn't somebody who was really excited about it. I know. Just because I am a very straightforward person when it comes to what I know I'm good at and the areas of my areas of expertise. And I feel like it's very, it's very hard to feel like you can depend on other people. However, I do feel like the past classes that I have taken, um, I've been blessed with a very good group. And I feel like no matter who it is, it's just building a foundation of communication with your group. And I feel like, Professor O, you make it pretty easy for us to be able to 
meet with each other, even if it's during class time. You may not host class that day, but in a way you do host class because you let us utilize the room and you'll let us go in there and group together and figure out what we need to figure out and give us time on Zoom and all those other areas. So I feel like obviously the communication, that's definitely hard, but specifically with a person like me, I I feel like I'm in a position to be a leader. I feel like that gives me the opportunity to be able to hunker down everybody and say, hey, guys, you know, let's take initiative and let's meet this day and let's be proactive about the time that we're given by Professor O. So I feel like the biggest challenge is always going to be communication. But if you're able to find a way to make that work amongst your group, I feel like that's when you guys will really prosper and everything else will fall in line after that. Those challenges are the most helpful because that's what teaches us in the future, like how to deal with those challenges. So I'm glad that those things happen so we can learn from them. I think it's uh, actually a really good thing to like experience that already in college than already in the field. Um, and I completely agree. I think Professor O is amazing at like setting up the uh-huh. projects. <laughs> and I, I also get very, very much excited every time like you talk about, oh, we're going to work with certain community clients or we're going to do certain projects. I get so excited because I think it's an amazing opportunity to have. I, I mean, I feel like I'm so grateful that I can do that right now. And that's something that I never thought I was going to be able to do while in college. In the beginning, you know, walking into that class, the first time I had Professor O, it didn't feel like a class. It felt more like life experience, I would say, which is why I enjoy your classes so much. I personally feel like when you mentioned the community clients, me and along with a few other people, especially people who are within that major, we get excited. I think we feel like it's an opportunity to show our areas that our areas that we excel and just what we're really good at and being able to put it on paper and create a portfolio. I feel like when you let us know, hey, this is what we're going to be doing, it makes it, it takes the stress away from it being an actual class and it makes us feel like we are actually going to be working and we're going to do something that's going to benefit us in the future. So I get really excited in those first couple of days where you're explaining what we're going to be doing and how we're going to go about those things because it just, it just feels like we're doing work to set ourselves up for success rather than, you know, just sitting in a class because like you mentioned yourself, you don't stand up there all day long and give us a lecture. You give us the opportunity to create. And I feel like that's really beneficial for us. And, you know, even the community client process is a really good learning experience for me because having to go out of the classroom and look around the Capital Region community and identify different clients that I think would be of interest to the students. I try to find clients that, again, are a mix of startups, small businesses, and not-for-profits because I know when it comes to storytelling, they're struggling to try and figure out how to tell their story. They may not necessarily have the resources or the tools to be able to figure out what should I post on social media? How should I talk about my business? I have an upcoming project or initiative and how am I going to be able to create some sense of awareness so I like to be able to identify a mix of different clients that my students can connect with so that my students I really like them to see themselves as consultants so that they can work with these different community clients and go through the process of creating a strategic advertising proposal share that with the client and walk them through the steps of well here's an idea for a social media plan or here's an idea of how we can tell your story from a visual perspective. What do you think 
some of the most memorable experiences have been for you in terms of the connections of either working with a group or your community clients? The most meaningful experiences would probably be the presentations and then any of the PR plans or the social media um, plans that we've created for our community clients. Um, I think last semester when Nicole and Sydney and I, myself, we, um, we were able to create a tabling event for Tiffany Harris, who's the owner of Whip My Butter. And Tiffany Harris is also an alumni of the College of St. Rose. So it was really exciting to be able to bring somebody back to their roots and say, hey, you know, students, this is what people who graduate St. Rose look like. You know, they go on, they create their own businesses, and then they come back and they help. And she was able to use the profits that we made um, after selling some of her products to give to the Alana Steppers that she used to be a part of. So it's just really nice to see everything come full circle with people because we know that we were the reason that that happened. We know we were the reason that they ended up eventually coming back to give back to their um, community and being able to give back to where they came from. So it's exciting when you actually put the plan together and you see it in full effect. And I think that it makes us surprised at what we can do just as students, because imagine what we would be doing if, you know, this was actually our job and it soon will be. So it's really nice to get that life experience. And I have enjoyed all of the classes very much. I think I like for the most memorable thing, like moments that I have had, I think probably like meeting with the clients themselves have been very memorable. I think last year um, when I met with the Albany Center Gallery, I remember talking with him and him being so excited about the project. He would tell us like, oh, I'm, um, I've had other people come to work before, but I'm so excited to like, you know, do this project with you guys and get the footage ready. And he started taking out all of the pictures and videos and he seemed so excited that I think my group got even more excited after that because as you mentioned, a lot of these community clients, they are looking for help or they need to like, they want to learn a little bit more. And it's amazing that even though we are also learning, we are able to help them out. I was so happy to see him like happy with our project. And when we presented that to him at the end of the semester, he was so grateful. He posted it on his Facebook, mm -hmm. his Instagram, which for us also as a group was very um, amazing just to see our project out there, especially being used as like our project was actually used as an actual um, social media post, which I think that probably was what made me most happy. And, you know, the other thing to talk about, too, is that as you're working with these clients, and Maria, you brought up the point, these clients are sharing the content that you're creating on their websites or their social media channels. I think one of the things that I like to share with all the students in my class is that don't look at this class as just another class that you're taking. Look at it as an opportunity to build yourself up professionally, but start to create content for your portfolio. I know everyone hears me talk about you need to get a LinkedIn you need to get a resume, but also everything that you're doing in this class and your other classes should be considered as content for your portfolio. I didn't really think about my resume. I thought I was going to just complete it at the end of my senior year. And then when you brought it up pretty early on in the semester, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. I should have, I should start building that up. And I actually did my resume. I started my LinkedIn. And now I'm actually in the process of creating my business cards, which you also recommended us to do. I think that all is preparing us for the future. And I think it's really good that once we graduate, we won't have to worry about those things because we would already have done them in our class. Creating those LinkedIn's and having the content that we've used throughout the semester for the community client, not only do we give a copy to the community client for them to utilize whenever they want, but it's also helpful for us because when they share that content, 
they're kind of putting our name out there for other people as well. You know, you get the exposure and, you know, they somebody else might see it. Another organization might see, like, when I worked with the Underground Railroad, we did a little short video clip to kind of just get that, get their name out there. They needed a little bit more exposure. And if somebody else sees that, a smaller organization sees that, they might say, hey, who edited that video for you? Who filmed that video for you? And then that gets our name out there. So when we put that into our portfolio and we go out into the world and we show people, hey, this is what I did while I was in college. Now, you didn't even do that, you know, for any dollar amount or any other um, reason. You did that because that was a project that you needed to do for your class. But they look at that and they go, wow, this was just like you gave them your all. And that was just for a project. Imagine what they would do for us if you know I worked for their company after recording my video with Albany Center Gallery my mom was also sharing the video and other people were sharing the video and it got a hold of one of our family friends she's opening a restaurant and she actually reached out to me and said oh I saw your video for this gallery and I'm so interested for you to create a video for this new restaurant I'm opening up which I never knew that was something that could happen while I'm still in college it's pretty interesting to see the growth that they get and they gain from posting anything that we've done for them. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, as somebody who's going to be behind the camera or behind the computer editing, it's important for us to still kind of get that exposure because even though to somebody else, you know, they might not see it when you see an ad for something, you're not thinking about the person that produced it. You're thinking about the person you're seeing on the screen versus whenever those community clients actually mention us and they're like, hey, these students did help us. It gives us a lot more um, exposure and it allows us to be a little bit more seen because those are still big components of what the community clients are sharing. They might share an amazing video, but who is behind that video and do you continue to give credit to those people? So I feel like it's very um, interesting to see the kind of growth that we get and the people that begin to contact us after seeing those things because it's just, it's the chain of the industry. It's the way that everything works. When you do start to network with people, they see the content and the things that you've created for those community clients and they want that for themselves. And I feel like, you know, it's really helpful for those community clients to make sure they do give us that credit because it only expands our group of people that we have the ability to network with. And let's just talk a little bit about some of the storytelling that you learn in the classroom. It's such an important part of just the class in general, but also life. I think it helps us as content creators to just think about what we're gonna do before actually doing it. Because that way when you meet with the clients or you meet with the people, you already have an idea of what you wanna do. Um, and for example, for my group, we decided to make a storyboard. So we would draw what our actual shots would look like, which when we went to actually record it, it was very helpful because we would just follow what we already had done to follow and it was so easy for us to picture like what we wanted and I think also it helped like storytelling just helps to actually get the message out of whatever like the community client wants to express out there so maybe they have a big message that they want to say and and like their story if we plan it out before it can it can help to express I guess what they really want in the world the storytelling component of a any business or any company is very important so for instance, um, I worked with Tiffany Harris, and she is the owner of Whip My Butter. She has small children now that they had. They grew up with eczema, and she was struggling a lot to be able to figure out what products work for them. Now, me personally, I also grew up with eczema, and my mother had trouble finding the right products for me too. 
So for somebody to see that and say, hey, I need to figure out a way to fix this, might as well create my own company so that I know what's in the product. It was an organic product that she was able to put on her children. You know, babies are very sensitive, so you can't just give them anything. You can't just put anything on their skin. So when we were creating the video for her, that, that, that attention-grabbing moment was her doing it for her children. She didn't create this business just to make money off of it, just to profit from it. She made this because it hit close to home. She needed to find the right product for her children. And honestly, that's very difficult to do when, you know, you have to think about the different ingredients that go into that. So she was able to create this product, and we were able to do a short video and let people know, hey, what is the why behind this? Because a lot of the time, anybody can create any kind of product they want, any kind of business they want. But what is the real reason behind it? And as long as you tell the audience the why, they'll be able to, you know, sympathize and empathize with the company. It takes it away from just being about money. It, it creates, you know, a foundation for community and for people to come together that really need it. I like students to understand that what you're learning in the classroom from the textbooks has a real world application, not just to the community clients, but then also to yourselves as well. Because at the end of the day, the greatest story that you're going to tell is not the community client that you're working with, but yourself, because that's going to be the story that's going to continue past graduation into whether or not you're going on to continue your education or to getting a new job. Um, I also like to encourage students to kind of think outside the box when it comes to how you're presenting yourself or the content or the approach that you want to take and also to be flexible. So those are just some of the things that I think about in terms of the advice that I like to give students and encourage students. What about you? What advice do you have for students in terms of coming into this class or the experience that they're going to have in this class? I know it's scary to come sometimes and get um, put in situations that you're not comfortable with. But I think those experiences, as I mentioned before, are good because then you can learn from those experiences. So I think kind of just um, making sure you ask questions. If you don't know something or you're, you're not sure about something, it's so important to ask like the professors or even just the students themselves. Because I know a lot of people that were scared from when we started the class, like, oh, should I ask this? Maybe this seems like a dumb question. But when you ask, then you actually learn how to troubleshoot or solve whatever you, issue you're having. So definitely make sure you ask questions. I think also just for the projects that we do, we use apps and stuff that we've never used before, mm -hmm. kind of like Canvas and uh, Adobe Premiere, things that most of us are new to. I treated it like it was a job. And at the end of the day, if this is your major, if this is your concentration, that's what it's going to be. I was able to meet so many different people. And at the end of the day, when you do a memorable job with people, they want you back. Just like when you go to an internship, you end up working with them for a few months. Depending on the work that you do, they want to offer you a job after you graduate. They want to work with you in the future. They want to give you individual projects, and they want to give you more responsibility. So I feel like this gave us a really good opportunity to be able to create those connections with people, especially being that St. Rose is an open campus. You have the ability to be so close to these community clients because they are local. Um, I feel like people should use this as an opportunity to just make sure that they utilize those connections. And even though, you know, this is not something you're getting paid for, think about it in the long run. It does pay off either way. There's no profit coming out of it. But at the end, there's knowledge and there's success that is behind it. 
Um, I feel like when you know you have a certain skill, if you're good at producing, if you're good at video editing, if you're good at audio and visual, if you're good at, you know, graphic design, this is the opportunity for you to be able to showcase your skills and to allow yourself to expand on those skills. What advice do you have for professors as well in terms of how we can make your experience more meaningful? I love reading chapters and I love reading books, but I love sometimes, as we did in our class, getting out of class and going per- like perhaps to a different room or just to a different scenario, just because that way our minds kind of wake up. So some of us sometimes come and maybe we're a little bit sleepy or we're tired from doing homework or something. So going to like a different classroom or just a different experience was so helpful. Doing a group project together, it like helps us to just wake up kind of thing. And it helps us to learn how to work with each other and get to know each other, which to me, I think is very helpful along with a lot of other students, we always appreciate those mental health days that you give us. I feel like it's one of the first things that you mentioned in the beginning of our classes. And, you know, during syllabus week, you always let us know in the syllabus, like, hey, I'm going to give you guys a couple mental health days throughout the throughout the semester, just because I'm fully aware of the fact that you guys have other classes. And when you do have projects that you do give us, you know, you're, you might give us the due date of it. And you're like, hey, in between that day, I'm going to give you guys a day to, you know, recuperate and just, you know, regroup with yourselves and your communication group because you could love your career but that doesn't mean you won't get burnt out and you could be doing anything and that doesn't mean that you're not going to find a struggle within that time and anything happens life happens you know it might not just be related to school so I feel like as a professor you do a really great job of understanding people and especially um just, you know, being still diligent in the way that you're like, hey, this still needs to get done, but also understanding, like, I understand life happens, and it's not going to be 100% perfect, and there's going to be days where you're not feeling extremely well, and you do a great job of checking up on people as well, so I just feel like other professors could learn from that, because I feel like not everybody completely understands the fact, you might, you know that we take other classes, but they might not understand what those classes are taking out of us, and I feel like they can learn that from you. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I do want to add to that. I think I completely agree. I'm personally a commuter. So to me, it was very helpful in not only the mental health days, but the fact that Professor o would check up on me and check up on us as just people in general, like, how are you doing? Is everything okay so far? And I remember last semester, there were several storm days. So sometimes it was hard for me to get to college on time, or maybe I was struggling to like get to class. And then professor would tell me like, it's okay, as long as you tell me what's happening, like I can send you the Zoom link, or I could uh, let you know what's happening in class, which was so helpful, because you're so understanding of people see two different situations, and everybody goes through just life in general and things might come up that you're just not expecting so I definitely agree that was very helpful to me too. What are some of the things that you've learned about yourself through taking the variety of comm classes here? Yeah no I think what I learned about myself the most is that I probably didn't know a lot as much about technology as I thought I did. I think there was a lot of moments where I was like, oh yeah, like no, I know how to use that, no problem. And I, what I thought I knew, you know, being in what Gen Z and knowing that, you know, computers are accessible and very easy to use, I think I learned a lot about myself, just not, I might not be as tech savvy as I thought I was because there's so many different things that I needed to learn how to do because my community client didn't. So they looked to me to be like, hey, do you know how to do this? And I'm like, no, but I'll figure it 
out. <laughs> so you really just have to be able to, you have to be open to learn it. It showed me a lot about myself and it was like, there's always going to be something new to learn. So when, as much as you think you know about what it is that you're interested in, just know that there's always going to be something else to learn that you didn't know about and you'll eventually learn it, but it does take time and you have to be self-aware enough to know like, hey, I might not really know everything about this. So now it's time that I, I learn and I'd be open to learn. I think this is something like Professor Richard said to me before, and like it always stuck with me. She said, you know, we're coming to college to learn. It's okay to not know everything. And I think that stuck with me because sometimes I feel like personally, I'm sometimes hard on myself. And it, that advice really helped me because it made me open to the idea that it's okay not to know something. It's okay to not be perfect at it. That's why we're here and we're here to learn. We're here to move forward. And that's why we have professors and we have students that can help us to learn. We're all here to learn. So the thing that I really take away from this conversation is how the students in Jesse's classes continually refer to this real world experience that she creates through her class projects. Yes. And this class, how it is set up, the opportunities it provides beyond the walls of the college has prepared these students to, to step into a professional position. Immediately, you know, even before they graduate, they've learned how to present themselves, network, meet deadlines. They have a body of materials of professional quality that have already led to additional opportunities. It's beautiful to see. Definitely. I also appreciated hearing about the vulnerability and the transparency the students uh, exhibit. Um, for instance, like, you know, a client asking, hey, can you do this? And the response is, I'm not really sure how, but I'm going to figure it out. Mm. Yes. Resilience, determination, problem solving. Yeah. Sitting with the discomfort of not knowing and pushing through it, being patient with yourself and learning. Right. Isn't that what we hope for from all of us, but especially our students? Yes, yes, yes. Next time on Dear Neighbor, we'll hear from Alexis Anderson and other members of the Black Student Union here at St. Rose. My biggest goal for BSU this semester was just to bring outside students, like students that are not black and brown of descent. Anybody can come to our events or come to our meetings. Like just, I just want the campus life to just be what it used to be before COVID. Keep your eye out for us on campus. We'd like to hear from you about balancing mental health and workload. So please drop us a note about this at strohs.edu backslash dear hyphen neighbor. There's a submission form at the bottom of the screen. You can send us an email or voice memo anytime at dear neighbor at as well. And the conversation continues on Instagram at dear underscore neighbor underscore podcast. Dear Neighbor is hosted by Liz Richards and Emily Pinkerton, who also produce and edit the show. Our theme music entitled Sad at the Party was composed by Michael Sanchez. Funding for Dear Neighbor is provided by the Provost's Office at the College of St. Rose. Thanks so much to our participants from this episode. In order of appearance, Jessica Otetigbe, Maria Rivera, and Zaychelli Nickens. And a big thanks to you, listeners, for tuning back in to Dear Neighbor. See you around the neighborhood.